You are listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We believe that Jesus came to set you free and nothing can cancel the truth of God's word. Now here's your host, the youth pastor of Impact Youth at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut, Pastor Joey Santora. A three and a two and a is going on uncanceled how are you guys oh, doing good. thank you so much for tuning in we are back come on i'm ready to go let's do it we are ready to go we are ready to go and we're wasting no time today ben isn't that right it is right let's go it's 424 i uh kind of spent a lot of time preparing for this one so it'll be good Amen. uh but um it is time yes to rate that, that foreign snack foreign snack it's just kind of like one it's of those just days. you know we're just here. Had to throw everybody off a little bit today. Sure. Had to throw everybody off. Wake up! Oh boom! I just got somebody watching the podcast that right was now. Red. Somebody, if I got you right there, I want you to write "you got me" in the comments right there. If I got you with that, like goose, little, did he like, get you? Wait, did I get you, Goose? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got him. I got him. He'll comment tomorrow. He'll comment <laughs> tomorrow. All right. Some of you, I hope, uh, watched the Impact Report and were like, "Yo, like I gotta like watch the podcast because Straight that up. would just be a really good choice." Um, what do we got today, Ben? This is the Mr. Beast milk chocolate with peanut butter bar. Nice. Uh, is there a name for it? Or is it just Mr. Beast? No, there's no it's, name. It's the Mr. Beast bar. Oh, it's Mr. Beast yeah. bar. Okay. All right. Uh, it's uh, basically, this is like, kind of like, in some ways, I guess you can look at it like, have you seen those Reese's peanut butter uh, uh, bars that are like this? It's like kind of similar. Uh, do you know uh, the Reese's sticks? Okay. Those are good. Yeah, they are. Those are really good. I like those a lot. This is, it's just very thin. So I'm not kind of, sh- I'm not I'm sure. I'm a little where, excited for the thinness. To I'm be not sure where the you. peanut butter is hiding. Do you think it's going to be gooey peanut butter or like, oh, I wonder. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be gooey peanut butter or like, you know, I like Reese's peanut butter. It's like, it's like more like mixed with powdered sugar. And so it's like, like that. Yeah. I would probably, I, I'm hoping for like more of like a actual peanut butter, but I'm thinking that this is going to be more of like a, like that powder, powdered sugar peanut butter here. Yeah. I'm just not too sure what to expect because it's so thin. Smell it. Doesn't smell. I like smell, peanut butter a, I smell a lot of cocoa. Yeah. It doesn't smell, but it's, it's it, this is going to be good. This is okay. going to be good. Ready? Hmm. What? Hmm. Hmm. That is, um, that's pretty good. It's not bad. Not what you were expecting, right? No. At first, when when I first bit it, I was like, all right, this is just going to be straight chocolate, straight cocoa. Yep. And then it kind of like the peanut butter works itself in there a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's not too strong of peanut butter, which for me, is a demerit because I love peanut butter. Yeah. All right. Popular, unpopular opinion. One of my favorite candy bars is a crunch bar. You rock with that? Um, it's unpopular. I mean, I think crunch bars are fine. I wouldn't, you know, put it in my mm, top. But fine. See, that's the, see. I they're mean, really good. And here's no. why I'm saying that. One thing I love about a crunch bar is I actually love how thin the bar is. I do. Well, I I do. I think it's easier to eat. And I like how the Mr. Beast bar is thinner uh, than like a Hershey bar. 
Yeah, um, a little bit. I think that one thing that caught me off guard is it's not very sweet. No, cocoa powder. Yeah, yeah. How many calories is it for the bar? So that's one thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. It's only uh, 360 for the whole thing, which isn't like... Awesome. It's not awesome, but it's not like, oh my gosh. It's like yeah. a pretty big bar. It's a you pretty know? big bar, and I think that... <clears throat> Right. What's the what's the grams of carbs on that? Me, me and Ben care about this stuff a little bit. So twenty eight total. The bigger for thing the is that for the bar, the bigger thing is that it has twenty four grams of fat. That's just so, so so right. Like it's a little bit more bitter than a regular like Hershey's bar that is. you would have. Right. It is. It definitely um, is. I like the texture of this better than a Hershey's bar. I'll, I'll put the texture is better. I like the texture. Yeah. It was yeah. more of like a dark chocolate taste to me. It was more of a dark um, chocolate taste. Just I agree with that. I, I really feel like that cocoa powder um just hits and yeah it wasn't as sweet i feel like if i had a regular milk chocolate mr beast bar i might enjoy it around the same as a hershey's bar but i would have to actually like taste it and like see but like is this better to you than like a regular hershey's bar that right there yeah no okay it's not because I think that I won't, I, I don't I, I don't think that the chocolate is as good. Just like simple, like I just don't. I agree with that. The only reason it, it's maybe close for me is because you do get a little peanut butter. You do, you do get a little peanut butter. But like, all right, let's put it like this: Would you rather go get some Reese's peanut butter cups or oh this? Oh my gosh, that's not even close. Right, it's not even close. It's that's like, not even so. A like, conversation. He, here's he, here's where this comes in, right? If you're just like eating however you want, and I say that because Ben is very mindful of like health stuff and everything, but if you're just eating however you want and you have a choice between your your Reese's peanut butter cup or this, you're picking the Reese's peanut butter cup like every like single time. Like actually 10 times out of 10. Actually 10 times out of 10 if you want peanut butter, right? Yeah. And why would you get this if you didn't no. want peanut butter in a moment? So if you're a chocolate peanut butter person, the, the Reese's is perfect and, the and, and this is, is gonna let you down you're it gonna is be gonna let, let down, down by this no doubt so with, with that in mind are you gonna eat the entire bar i mean i still would yeah right right yeah. of course you. it's not bad <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's still it's, it's still good um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. it's kind of what it is i mean it's i would eat the whole bar but it's not it's not blowing me away by any means i'm gonna give it a six okay um I'm going to slightly upgrade that uh, a, a little bit more. It's not blowing me away. I enjoyed it. The first number that came to my mind was a seven. I, I would give it a seven. I enjoyed it. Uh, like, I'd be happy to eat the rest of it. And I'd be like, yeah, that was like, all right. But like, yeah. I think like I'd the entire time I'd be going, hmm, I really wish that this is, was a Reese's. I feel like six and a half average is a really good score for this bar. I agree. I'm with that 110%. There we go. That was a perfect rate, that, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Me and Ben are going to start a new segment in a couple weeks where we're going to rate that. Um, uh, let, we're going to either, I oh, think, we yes. went, or, are we going to go Oreos first? Is that what we said? I think we did say that. Yeah. We're going to do all foreign Oreos for a while That'll and just kind of have like a consistent like thing. You know what I mean? Like that, that'll be a lot of fun. That'll Very interesting. Uh, we've had two Oreos on this, on yeah. this, uh, thing so far. We've had, I think, blueberry and we've had that awful the peach one. one. Oh, no, was the it peach awful? One. The peach one was pretty good. I think. Oh, was it? I think so. I forget. We'll have to go back. We'll have to go back and look. I remember the blueberry, the blueberry one, one was, was really awful. bad. Cheeks. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, Goose just looked at me. Uh, Gustavo was one of our students. He's rocking it on the camera today. Um, 
I'm excited for today's teaching, man. Uh, or woman, if you're watching right now, you know, men or woman. Um, yes, those are the two. Uh, but if you're watching, right, I'm excited because we're going to understand spiritual levels today. Understanding spiritual levels. That's what I want to talk to you about today. At Heat Wave Conference, I literally felt a level up in the spirit, like a level up in the spirit. Have you guys like ever played like maybe Mario or like, you know, like a different video game where you literally level up in the video game? I literally felt like that in the spirit, like I went to another level. And I personally felt that level up for myself. And as the leader of Impact Youth, this the ministry... Pastor Frank and God has entrusted me with, uh, I feel that Impact Youth is leveling up and actually not is leveling up, but has leveled up. And I believe that we're going to continue to increase. But I actually want to want to say this. You can actually go to another level in the spirit. You can go to another level in the spirit where you're operating in greater ways, where your relationship with God is greater. And where there's a greater anointing on your life, where literally an entire ministry can go to another level. You can go to another level. Now, I know what somebody might be thinking right now. Where does the Bible say that there's levels? Where does the Bible say that there's even spiritual levels? Um, because, you know, you can, you can hear people say things like there's levels in the spirit, but nobody ever explains, right? what that exactly means. And, you know, I get that sometimes there might not be time to do that in every service. I've certainly said that we've leveled up before and not explained it, but especially if you attend Impact Youth and you're watching this right now, I want you to pay attention to this uh, because this is going to bless you. This entire teaching is going to bless you. If you go to a different church, pay attention and understand this. Uh, Luke chapter six, verse 40. Where does the Bible say that there's different levels? How can we see that there's almost like, that there can almost be in the kingdom of God that some people operating on different levels? Luke chapter 6, verse 40. It says, Students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like their teacher. Okay. Jesus says, Students are not greater than their teacher. Okay, right there, we have a level. Student, teacher. Students are not greater than their teacher. There you go. Right there, that is a level in the spirit. There is a level of being teacher and student. There's one example of levels in the spirit. Um, Second Kings chapter 2, verse 15. This is Elisha and Elijah. Elijah was the mentor of Elisha, 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 15. If you're watching this right now and you haven't heard or haven't seen, God is doing a major thing at Impact Youth right now and at Faith Church, which is the church that uh, that uh, Impact Youth is a part of. And uh, we're one ministry and God's really just doing something uh, in this entire ministry. So I encourage you to come out and attend Faith Church and Impact. But 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 15, it says, when the group of prophets from Jericho saw from a distance what happened, they exclaimed, Elisha's, Elijah's spirit rests upon Elisha. 
And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Okay, we clearly see now that Elisha received the spirit of Elijah, that there was, and now we could talk about impartation with this too, which we will in a second, but we're not there yet. But you can see Elisha literally leveled up. The spirit of Elijah came upon Elisha. And we're going to talk about this later too, but Elisha ended up uh, going further than Elijah went. But what happened? There was a level up that took place in the spirit. Go to Proverbs chapter four, verse 18. I'm proving to you right now that there really are spiritual levels. There really are spiritual levels. If you're watching this right now, or when you, whenever you do watch it, we don't do this live, but if you're watching it, I want you to type in the, uh, in the comments and please participate if you, if you're watching right now. I want you to type in levels in the spirit, levels in the spirit. Proverbs 4, verse 18. It says, The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, which shines even brighter until the full day of light. Or in other words, brighter and brighter is another translation of that. The way of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. It doesn't say that it stay, it gets bright and it stays there. It's brighter and brighter, brighter and brighter. God is calling us to brighter and brighter. There are brighter levels. There are, we can go further and further. Romans 1 verse uh, 17. I'm showing you guys something here. Romans 1 verse 17. It says, this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. So, uh, some translations say faith to faith, that this is accomplished from faith to faith. Uh, I would say that this is a better translation that's from start to finish by faith. Because what Paul is trying to say is that we are justified or made right with God by faith. We are uh, justified or ju it's just as if you've never sinned is how Pastor Brandon, my youth pastor, used to explain it. That we are made right with God by faith. By faith. And however, the Bible says that we continue to please God with our faith. Hebrews 11 verse six, Hebrews 11 verse six, it says that it is impossible to please God without faith. Actually, I'm, I'm going to pull that up right now. Hebrews, go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse six. Almost there. Hebrews 11, 6, it says, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that he, that God exists and that he is, or he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Hear me on this. This is kind of a little bit of a different topic, but, and, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to preach on this soon. But if you really want to believe in God, if you really believe in God, you must believe that he is a, he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Well, how many of you guys know, you know, God doesn't always bless people. God doesn't always reward people in this life. God is not always a rewarder. Well, that would contradict what the Bible says because it says anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards 
those who sincerely seek him. If you want to believe in God, you have to understand that, that you have to believe that he rewards those who diligently seek him. But that's a little bit of a separate topic. I just thought I'd make a note of that. But what God is calling us to do is to start in faith and finish in faith. Start in faith and finish in faith. God is calling us uh, from one level to another. I, I like what my Bible has written down here. I have a fire Bible. I think it's pretty good. It has some stuff that I don't fully agree with, but it's pretty good for the most part. And it talks about that, and I'm going to read you this note. The righteous person, one who is in right relationship with God, continues to live by faith, growing from one level of maturity to the next. Growing from one level of maturity to the next. God wants you to grow from one level of maturity to the next. One level of maturity in faith to the next maturity in faith. God wants us to continue to go from level to level. We can level up in the spirit. So yes, it is in the Bible that there are spiritual levels. So now let's ask this. Now that we've established that there are levels in the spirit, how do I increase in spiritual levels? How do I increase in spiritual levels? Ready? This is going to this is this is going to be a very counter message to a lot of the things that we see in the church. One, and actually before I continue, how do I know that I'm on another level? How do I know that the youth ministry is on another level? You can literally feel something different on the inside of you. You can feel something different coming out of you. You can feel a different grace upon you. You know, in, in the service Friday night at Heatwave Conference, I literally felt upon my shoulders, and this might sound crazy to some of you, but I felt God literally bestow a mantle upon me. I, I was bowed before the Lord and I literally could not get up because of the weight of God's glory that was upon my shoulders. But anyway, that's just a quick note on that. But how do I receive or how do I increase in spiritual levels? First, you got to understand spiritual authority, understand spiritual authority. In order to understand levels in the spirit, you have to understand spiritual authority. Look at what Psalm 133, verse 1 through 2 says. Psalm in the middle of the Bible. Psalms, you can go there. Psalm 133. It's literally only a uh, three-verse psalm. Psalms are a little tough because they're like tiny. And then if you flip too much, you flip past them all. Here we go. Psalm 133. It says, how wonderful and pleasant is it when brothers live in harmony? For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. This actually is uh, shows us spiritual authority and that there's order in the spirit, there's order in the body of Christ. There's an order to things. There's an order to unity. And it starts with the head, that is Christ. And then it talks about the beard, that is the leader. And then it talks about the border of his robe. That's everybody else. There's a flow to how things work. There is a flow in the spirit of spiritual authority. Um, it starts with obviously Christ, but then it goes right to uh, the leader and then it goes to everybody else. That is the flow. That is the way that the anointing flows. The way that unity comes is through that spiritual authority. 
We see spiritual authority in Luke 640. I read it to you guys earlier when it talks about a teacher, a student is not greater than his teacher. A student is not greater than his teacher. There is a spiritual authority. Go to 1 Kings 19 verse 21. 1 Kings 19 verse 21. I'm showing you scripture, a lot of scripture today because we have to get a foundation of this out of the Bible. 19 verse 21. It says, so Elisha returned to his oxen and slaughtered them. He used the wood from the plow to build a fire to roast their flesh. He passed around the meat to the townspeople and they all ate. Then he went with Elijah as his assistant. Again, Elisha was the servant. Elijah, well, uh, Elijah was uh, the master, or if you want to make it more like in, in American terms, Elisha was the assistant and Elijah was the leader. Elisha submitted himself to Elijah. First uh, Timothy chapter one, verse two. I'm going to look this one up. First Timothy chapter one, verse two. It says this, to Timothy, this is Paul writing, my true son in the faith. Paul, uh, Paul was a spiritual father to Timothy. This is where we get the idea of spiritual fathers. Paul was a spiritual father to Timothy. There was a spiritual authority. There is a flow and authority in the spirit that you cannot break. There are certain things that are unacceptable if you want to grow in spiritual levels that are unacceptable to do to an authority. I'll give you an example. You should never give advice or lay hands on anyone who is ahead of you in the spirit. Never. That is, that is out of order and out of the flow of things. If someone is leading you or someone is ahead of you, you don't lay hands on them. Not like, I don't mean like fight them. I mean, lay hands and pray for them. Or you don't try to give advice without it being asked of you to give so. Okay? So, like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Pastor Frank and say, Pastor Frank, can I, can I just lay hands on you right now? No, that's out of spiritual flow and order. And I want you to notice, I actually didn't understand this flow until about a year ago. I didn't fully understand this flow until about a year ago that no, you're not to lay hands on somebody that is ahead of you. I don't walk up to people that are ahead of me in the spirit and go, hey, you know, you mind if I give you a piece of advice? No, I don't do that because that's not my place. That's out of spiritual authority or an out of, out of line. That's not correct. So uh, I'll give you examples. You might be like, oh, you know, this, this doesn't sound right. You know, where is that in the Bible? That doesn't sound very humble. I mean, that's what people will say. Well, that's not very humble that you can't receive from your students, Pastor Joey. You know, you're, yeah, you're the youth pastor, but they have something to offer you too. That's true. I have the, I learned things from what them talking and stuff. I go, oh, I, I didn't realize that. That's cool. But it's, that would be out of order spiritually, and it's not prideful for me to say, no, you can't lay hands on me because I am the spiritual authority in this situation. Jesus never had the disciples lay hands on him and pray for him. Never. You won't find it in the Bible. Paul never had any of his sons in the faith lay hands on him. You won't find that in the Bible. 
You will not find people who are ahead in the spirit, having people that are behind them in the spirit, laying hands on them. You won't, you won't find it. If someone is a spiritual authority of you, you should not lay hands on them, give them advice, or try to do anything of the such to put yourself ahead of them because that is out of spiritual order. Out of spiritual order. And God, and God can't bless that. If a student walked up to me and said, Pastor Joey, can I lay hands on you? I'd say no. I'd say no. A lot of, hear me on this. A lot of people are very, would be very bothered by what I'm saying right now. Oh, well, that just, that, you're not very humble. It has nothing to do with humility. It has everything to do with spiritual order, spiritual order, spiritual authority. I would let any man of God that is ahead of me, that I, that I believe in their ministry and I see the fruit of what God is doing, lay hands on me. Woman of God, uh, too, as well. If a woman of God is ahead of me and I see what they're doing and they're doing something that I want to do, lay hands on me. That's fine. But I don't just let anybody lay hands on me. I don't let, hear me, age does not determine spiritual authority either. Some 50-year-old guy that just got saved three years ago that, you know, isn't, you know, is just kind of coming to church and is volunteering on the ushering team. Praise God for him. We thank God for him. But if he comes up to me and says, can I lay hands on you? No, you cannot. Why? Because there's levels in the spirit and I have the spiritual authority in this. It's not pride. It's the order of the Bible. It is the flow of things. Don't get caught up in a religious attitude of, well, people that are ahead should really be able to receive from those that are below. Don't get in that spiritual attitude. I'm not saying that, you know, if you're, if somebody is underneath you in the spirit, that they might say something to you and you go, oh, that's interesting and take something from and learn it. I'm not saying you can't do that. But I am saying that it's not their place to be the one that is pouring in and investing into you. A Someone that's below you in the spirit should not rebuke you and correct you. That's out of spiritual order. You won't find that in the Bible. If I'm doing something wrong, my spiritual authorities will correct me. I'll get, trust me, I have people that are ahead of me that will give me a phone call and rebuke me. Trust me. Trust me. They'll say, hey, what you did on Wednesday, that's not okay. You can't be doing that. And I received that from my spiritual authority. But if my student told me, hey, you know, Pastor Joel, you know, I just didn't really like that you were laying hands on people, so you really shouldn't be doing that. That would be totally out of order. Now, can a student or someone that is underneath a spiritual authority, can they voice their feelings to a leader or ask about things? Absolutely. If something is uncomfortable that happens like in a service and you're like, huh, I, I don't really know why, why he did that. I'm going to go ask Pastor Joey about it. That is not out of spiritual order to say, hey, I'm confused about this. Can you explain it to me? Or to even express a feeling towards an individual. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about trying to uh, correct or uh, take authority over somebody who is in a spiritual authority over you. So I hope that we get that. Understand spiritual authority. You got to get that. You got to get that if you want to increase in spiritual levels. Second, humble yourself before God. Humble yourself before God. If you want to grow spiritually and increase levels spiritually, you have to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself. Go to 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. I hope that this is helping somebody right now. 1 Peter Chapter five. You know, I'm not done yet on that. 
<laughs> I have something else that I have to say about that. You have to recognize who's ahead of you. You got to recognize who's ahead of you. People are so dang prideful. They don't even realize that people are ahead of them that are so clearly ahead of them. Oh, well, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I'm just, you know, in, you know, the second in command in the, in the ushering ministry. And I'm going to go tell the, tell the pastor what to do. What is wrong with you? Do you not understand spiritual authority or have any understanding? If someone is leading a ministry and you're not leading a ministry, what in the world are you doing trying to correct them? What in the world are you doing? It, it, it makes no sense in the spirit to be able to do that. No sense. If, and, and here's the thing. If someone's leading a ministry and you're not leading a ministry, you're not even on the same level. They're ahead of you. And that's, and, and that's not a bad thing. You just have to humble yourself and understand that. I don't go to, you know, I, I don't go to, I, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Pastor David Winston, there's a great example. He's a youth pastor. He has 500 people in his youth ministry. I'm a youth pastor too. Yes, we're co-laborers, but guess what? He's ahead of me. So I don't go to Pastor David uh, Winston, who's, pa who's uh, Pastor Bill Winston, who's a great man of God and, and his son is as well. And, and I don't go to him and say, let me give you some advice on how to grow your youth ministry. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Can, can you tell me with your 85 students how I should grow my youth ministry of 500? Like that, that just doesn't make sense. That, that's like, let, let's take it outside of spiritual things. Somebody has a multi-million dollar business. They have a hundred million dollar business and you have an a million dollar business and you go to them and you start trying to tell them all the things that they're doing wrong. What are you doing? Now, could they maybe pick something up from you? Sure. But that's their place to ask you, not your place to volunteer it. You should sit under that and go, man, how did they get to an $100 million ministry? Can I ask you some questions? Not, well, I would do things like this. This is how I think. Great, you and your five people that you're leading, you can, you can do that with your five people that you're leading. Uh, and I'll sit here with the, all the people that I'm leading and I'm not trying to be prideful right now. Hear me on this. I'm not trying to be prideful right now. And it, this isn't pride. This is just the Bible and how it is in the spirit. When people are ahead of me, I don't tell them what to do either. And if I ever do, I pray that the Lord rebuke the snot out of me because it's completely out of order. In fact, it is pride for somebody to try to teach somebody that's ahead of them. It's pride. That's how it is. And it would be false humility for me to say, well, you know, okay, you know, go ahead and correct me and rebuke me to someone that's, that, that's underneath me. It would be, it would make no sense. No sense. In fact, oh, I just got this. In fact, Peter tried one time and Jesus didn't take too kindly to it. Peter, oh, Jesus, you know, uh, don't, don't say that, Jesus. He said, get behind me, Satan. He cut it down right away. Now, obviously, Peter was, Peter was trying, was, uh, the devil was trying to use Peter to try and get Jesus off his mission, but Jesus didn't have none of it. Jesus didn't let his disciples correct him. It would be false humility to allow somebody that's, that's underneath you in, uh, in the spirit to correct you, to correct you. I really just needed to, to go on that real quick. Ben, what, where am I at right now? 
32 minutes. We're going to have to wrap this thing up. I may have to continue in this next week. Um, just because I like to keep these teachings a little bit shorter so that you guys can swallow them a little better. <laughs> man, I just really let, let that, let that rip right there, man. That, that was just, that, that's just been in my spirit is understanding spiritual levels and, and getting where it's at. But I only covered one of the ways that you increase in, in spiritual levels uh, today. I have two more for you guys that I'm going to discuss with you in weeks to come. Uh, but I actually have to go teach another Bible study after this. Praise God. I love the opportunity to teach the word of God. Uh, it's such a blessing. Uh, but uh, understand spiritual authority. If you take anything from today, you got to understand spiritual authority. We just do. Listen, I say before you right now, I need to understand spiritual authority. If I'm out of line in these things, God is not going to bless that. God is not going to bless that. And we're going to get into humility and, uh, and some other things next week in, in part two of understanding spiritual levels. But you got to get this one because we have a generation right now that doesn't understand spiritual uh, authority and spiritual levels. We do. You have a generation that doesn't understand spiritual authority and, and, and spiritual levels. So uh, we have to get back to that and, and understand that. And we need to start, I'll say this too, we need to start treating men and women of God with respect, with respect. When they're ahead, when somebody's ahead of you, treat them with honor and respect. I'm not saying that you have to bow down and worship them. We don't bow down and worship anybody other than God. And it's the responsibility of the individual that is ahead to act in humility. Hear me on that. If somebody, you know, mandates that you, you know, you need to bow before me, right? That, that is pride. That's disgusting. That's gross. If somebody tries to act like they're a big shot because they're, God has advanced them in levels, it, it, that, that's ridiculous. That, that's terrible. So, and to be honest with you, God will demote people. In fact, the Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives more grace to the humble. So if somebody's going to act prideful because of what God has done in their life, God is going to resist that and their ministry is going to fall apart. There's a humility that people that are ahead in the spirit also have to conduct themselves in. So I'm not saying that people, you know, yeah, they should act like, you know, big time. They shouldn't act like that either. Shouldn't act like that either. I, I heard somebody do something really disgusting in, in, in this area recently. Somebody that, you know, um, is a pastor and they did something, you know, that I was just like, why, why are you acting like that? There was just a lot of pride. I won't get into all the details with it. But again, that pastor that acted like that was ahead of me in the spirit. So I didn't pull him aside and say, excuse me, pastor so-and-so, the way that you just acted was unacceptable. That's not my place to do that. That's not my place to do that because they're ahead of me and I recognize that. But there's, there's a humility for those that are ahead, but there's also an acknowledgement and a humility for those that are underneath. Hear me on this and get this teaching today and it'll bless you. God will honor you. God will honor you when you understand spiritual authority. And when you don't understand spiritual authority, what will happen is that there'll be, there'll be a disunity and a dysfunction in the body of Christ because things are operating out of order. Things are operating out of order. I hope that this blessed you today, understanding spiritual uh, levels, understanding uh, even spiritual authority as we were talking. Uh, I want to pray for you right now, right where you're at. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every single person watching. Father, I thank you that, Lord, you are the one that appoints spiritual authority. 
And Father, I pray that we would come into submission of those who are ahead of us, Father, so that we can learn and grow underneath them. Father, give us understanding. Those that have ears, let them hear, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for uh, all of you guys. I'm so thankful for uh, you watching. And um, we're going to keep on learning about understanding spiritual levels. I want you guys to know that I realize that I have things to learn and I have areas that I need to grow for myself as well. I have not arrived. I'm not, you know, higher than everybody else. There are people that are far ahead of me spiritually. And we need to continue to learn in that. So uh, go in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope to see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by the teaching today. If you are between the grades of 5th through 12th grade, make sure to check us out in person at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Be sure to tune in next week for another weekly podcast from Uncanceled. God bless.